I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them give their top tips for success to you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Kyle Mitchell on the line. He's the managing partner over at Limitless Estates. Uh, Kyle, welcome to the show. Happy to be on, Adam. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Limitless Estates. Um, real estate's always a hot topic um, on the podcast. But before we do that, let's get into your background a little bit more. So how did you get started in business? Yeah, um, my background is in the golf industry, and uh, a lot of people, when they think golf, all they think about is playing golf and, and you know, being in the sport, but uh, there's another side to that, which is managing golf courses, and that's where I first got started in business um, as a whole. I played golf my whole life and uh, got a high school job out of uh, during high school and um, just started working at the golf course and then slowly but surely moved up into the company until I was a general manager at about the age of 20 and uh, started learning how to manage golf courses, manage people, uh, take control of an operations, and, and really learn how to, you know, manage a P&L. And so that's when I first got started in the business. So, Kyle, there's a lot of, um, you know, first-time entrepreneurs or even people that are just really getting out there and getting into the workforce. Um, maybe they graduated a year or two ago, um, and they're kind of looking at exploring and trying to figure things out. Um, what would you be your advice to them? I would say just do that. Take action. You know, I think one of the things that I've learned over my career is to get out of your comfort zone, and that's something I stress a lot. I think, you know, when you're just – when you're comfortable – uh, you're not going to get anything done. Everything's going to stay the same. And if you start to just take that next step and start to become a little more comfortable, it actually becomes very comfortable to be uncomfortable. And I know that sounds weird, but um, nowadays, you know, I really focus on three or four things a year that are going to get me out of my comfort zone and drive me to that next level. And if, if I would have had one thing that I would do differently now, it would have been to do that earlier in life. Mm, that makes a lot of sense to get comfortable being uncomfortable so that you will then that'll be the new norm and you'll be comfortable. I think I got it, Kyle. I try. That's, that's right. <laughs> I love no, I, I love the advice, though. And, and it's one of those things that you, it's not stagnant. I love the fact that you brought up that you do multiple things per year. I always tell people, I'm like, yeah, you can say you're going to be, you know, you're getting out of your comfort zone. But then if you do that same thing for five years or whatever year, whatever, depending on the project it is, um, um, then guess what? You're going to be comfortable again. It's just what happens. We evolve. We get better. That's the beautiful thing about it. Um, so then it's, I love that you refocus yearly to make sure that you're doing things that keep you in that um, that, that, that growth mode. Um, let's change it up a bit, Kyle. I want to talk more about what you're doing um, as managing partner over at Limitless Estates. So what kind of uh, clients are you helping and what kind of things are you helping them to achieve? Yeah, so uh, we started this company about a year and a half ago, and what we do is buy out-of-state apartment buildings and focus on value-add investing. And so that's value-add for our investor base and also value-add for the residents who live in the properties that we purchase. So our main focus is in the Arizona markets in uh, B2C class areas where we can add value to the property, whether that be by controlling the expenses a little bit or putting some renovations in, making it a better place for people to live, and then bumping up the rents a little bit. 
Um, and so we focus in Phoenix and Tucson. And what we try and do is, uh, you know, help people build wealth through uh, real estate as a vehicle, through multifamily syndication. Is there any trends you're noticing in your markets? Right now, the trends are great. We're a lot of rent growth, population growth, a lot of people moving out of California and moving into the Arizona markets. Uh, it's just more friendly, business friendly, landlord friendly. Uh, the job growth has been fantastic out there along with the rent growth. Um, I think one of the things that I noticed more out of Phoenix and Tucson over the last 10 years has been the job stability. They used to be really reliant in a couple of areas, and they've done a nice job over the last 10 years of stabilizing that. So that's one of the many reasons why we love those markets. Mm, that's interesting. Um, and so what do you think about the overall, um, like the future of investing in those areas? I, and I'll tell you where, where my question is coming from. So I'm, I'm told, and I don't know if this is right or not right, but there's a lot of investors from California that um, invest there. And um, a lot of a lot of out of state investors that are looking at those markets. Um, so because of that, I mean, and, and then there's also huge retirement communities there. Also, I mean, what do you think the future of that market looks like in the next five years or so? Say. Yeah, I I only see it expanding to be honest. I mean, like I said, a lot of people are moving from California into that Arizona market, mm -hmm. and because of their job growth, because of their job stability and diversity. Uh, I think it's a growing market. It's definitely in the growth stage. Now, overall, I would say when it comes to investing, we just follow a very simple kind of criteria when we invest. We always uh, invest for cash flows. So the property cash flows on day one. We always lock up long-term debt just in case there is a downturn that we can make it through that downturn. And then we always raise the capital up front, meaning we don't utilize the cash flows from the property to execute our business plan. We raise all that money up front so that we can execute our business plan whether or not the property is cash flowing or not. No, that's great. All great stuff. Very fundamental and, uh, and sound. So, Kyle, if somebody's listening to this and if they want more information on Limitless Estates, um, what's the best way for them to get it? Yeah, you can. Uh, there's a couple different ways. Uh, if you're in the local Southern California market, we have a couple of meetups here. And if you go on our website to limitless-estates.com, you can find out more about our company there. Uh, you can also listen to our podcast that we have on, on passive real estate investing. It's called Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate. And lastly, you can reach me at kmitchell at limitless-estates.com. Let's talk a little bit more about your podcast. So what kind of content can, um, can listeners expect? Because I'd love to, I love to refer good podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. So we do it a little bit differently than uh, other podcasters do it. We have like a four-week cycle. So week one of the month, we always invest or in, interview a purely passive investor. So we want to hear from the passive investor side of the coin. Not a lot of people talk about that side and what, they've, what they're going through, what their story is, how they found passive investing, and some tips that they can provide for passive investors who are just getting started. Uh, the, second, the second week, we go into a business professional in the real estate world, whether that be an SEC attorney, a real estate attorney, um, you know, CPA. And then uh, the third week, we do something a little bit different as off-topic uh, off for multifamily. So it could be an active investor or a passive investor in another asset class. And then the fourth week, we interview a active multifamily investor, and those questions come straight from the audience from passive investors. Oh, that's awesome. Um, great stuff there. Sounds like a great podcast. And can you give the name of the podcast one more time? Yeah, sure. It's Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate.
All right, fantastic. Well, hey, Kyle, I really appreciate you coming on the show and giving us more of your background and also what you're doing in real estate syndication. Great stuff there. Um, and to the audience, as always, I really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe. Leave me a review. Do all those good things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Kyle, thanks again for coming on.